When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Drive is Will Brown is on pole, car number nine. The Coca-Cola Camaro for Erebus Motorsport, the team's championship leaders, have got the pole. Can they convert it into a race win? We're going to find out. 42 laps ahead, 100 kilometres of racing. Green flag at the back. That's the signal to the starter to start the sequence. We're ready to go. Race eight of the Repco Supercars Championship on SEN. It's Will Brown and David Reynolds on the front row to turn one. Anton Di Pasquale on row two. It's very even. Reynolds has got the jump. He's trying to edge across to turn one. There's a bit of a rub between Brown and Reynolds, but it's the pole man, Will Brown, to Umbazone, who leads the way on the way through turns two and three. Brody Kostecki He's made a great jump to Moff. He's up to third. All cars are through the first couple of corners. A beautiful start by the two guys on the front row. They went side by side through turn one, and it was Brown who just won out on the exit of the corner. As we file down through turn five into turn six, a great passing opportunity here at Wanneroo Raceway. So far, nice clean start from everybody in the field. We'll keep an eye on Brock Feeney, the Red Bull car, car 88, trying to work his way from 21st on the grid. They're on their way down the hill from turn six, under brakes to turn seven, and Kostecki lunging on Reynolds for second place. Down the inside, gets the job done. It is now Erebus, one, two, Reynolds back to third. Di Pasquale next. Courtney Mostert, Davison, Matt Payne, Van Gisbergen stays in ninth. One lap down. We start lap two. And Will Brown is off and rolling. He's got a, a 1.2 second margin already over his own teammate, Brody Kostecki. Erebus could not have had a better start to this race eight. Unbelievable that by Reynolds. Kostecki absolutely caught him napping there into turn seven. A big move under brakes. Reynolds chose not to defend Caught napping a little bit there, so he'll be disappointed because now he's behind Kostecki and he's already got pressure from the following Mustang of Anton Di Pasquale. Much better showing for him in the Shell V-Power Mustang compared to Saturday's race, and he's right up the back of the Penrite Mustang. It's a real balancing act here now. Down at turn seven, the final turn, the end of lap two. Anton Di Pasquale down the inside, but he runs wide and carts Reynolds off the road. Reynolds is back in the pack. He's got going again, but he's easily going to drop another five, six, seven positions. Di Pasquale's lost spots as well. Will Davis and his teammates through. Mostert's through. Courtney's through. That move looked like it was going to be on, but then he couldn't pull the car up at turn seven, James, and he carried himself and Reynolds wide. I'm interested to know how race control look at that because that's cost Reynolds, who did nothing wrong. Yeah, where where has Reynolds dropped down to 12th? So it's cost him 10 positions effectively. So, yeah, Di Pasquale with a big move up the inside, braked as late as he could, but he locked that inside front tyre right at the crucial moment, and that ran him wide, which in turn sent Reynolds out into the boonies as well. But Mostert now up into P4, a bit of action as we head into Turn 7. Waters looking up the inside of Hazelwood in the Cool Drive Mustang. Looks like he'll get that move done. 
He's been a big mover. Cam Waters, the Monster Energy car, started 15th on the grid. He's on his way now into the 10 within three laps. The runner-up in last year's championship is already moving forward. They've hung out Todd Hazelwood at turn one. Matt Payne is a bit further down the road. Now, he's the leading Penrite car, and we've got a queue. And now it becomes this issue, James, where on lap four of 42, everybody's going to pretty much have to now decide, do they want to use up their tyres now and make up some positions, or do they want to hang on and see how long they can last before their pit stop? I get the feeling from about fifth or sixth backwards, uh, where it's all pretty much nose to tail, it's on for young and old. They want spots and they want them now. Yeah, and we're watching the Shell V-Power Mustangs. They look very racy. So we've got Davidson in fifth and Deep Pasquale in sixth after that moment at turn seven. But you're right, it's all about time management now. Van Gisbergen up to eighth. So he's only moved up the one spot and really only benefited from the incident between Deep Pasquale and Reynolds. But, yeah, a long train of cars forming here at Wanneroo Raceway for race eight of the championship. And the key here is that Van Gisbergen, I'm not surprised that he hasn't moved forward far. He's only picked up one spot. And he generally does this where he manages the tyres in the early stage of the race. He doesn't go... Crazy, trying to pass cars left, right and centre. Uh, under investigation from race control, that incident between Anton Di Pasquale and David Reynolds at Turn 7 a couple of laps ago. So they're having a look into that. We'll keep you informed as to what unfolds. But it's Will Brown who leads the way. Brody Kostecki sits in second. James Courtney, best of the Fords, in third. Uh, I was going to say he's on fire so far this weekend, but he's already done that once this year. Yeah, let's hope he's not literally on fire no, like no, he's he has already, been. He's already done that before, but he's running solidly in third spot. We've just reeled off lap five of 42 at Wanneroo Raceway. Most at next. Will Davison fifth. Matt Payne, the young Kiwi. What a weekend for the young Kiwi in the Penrite car. David Reynolds' teammate. He sits in sixth. Di Pasquale seventh from Van Gisbergen Slade and Waters now is in the 10, and they've pretty much now settled, James, into this rhythm. We're on lap six, uh, starting to get some space between the cars as they all start to run their own race. Uh, we're picking up a replay of Di Pasquale, who locked the right front wheel all the way into turn seven, ran right to the edge of the road. Reynolds had nowhere to go. I can't see how that's not a penalty because he's made a mistake. He's locked the right front tyre. He's carted his car wide. He's pushed Reynolds off the road, not deliberately, but it has impeded and has caused drama for Reynolds, who is now 11th in the race. I can't see how that doesn't get some form of a time penalty, probably at the pit stop. Yeah, looking at the footage there or the vision from, from the replay, you're exactly right, Noons. There's no malice in, in that at all from Anton. He's just locked a brake there. He was uh, over the limit of braking of, of his car into the final corner and you know ran Reynolds wide and off the track. So uh, it won't be... Um, uh, unusual for Anton to get a penalty for that. And just starting to hear some word through that it might be that it'll be, yeah, it is 15 second time penalty for Anton Di Pasquale. Car 11, Shelby Power Racing Team is 7th on the road at the moment. So. Which is consistent for a, a driving infringement of, yep. of that nature. Yeah, so. that's fair play. So he'll take that at his pit stop when that car comes to a halt. They'll add that extra amount of time on. Cameron Hill is in the pits at the moment. The first car to uh, roll on in, the truck assist Camaro. And they've got both doors open on this car. This doesn't look like... Uh, this is not a no, normal no, this pit is a, stop. So. No, this is a definite drama. But 
lap eight now. We, we're now lap eight noon, so the, the guys in the cars, the drivers, they definitely have a feel for what condition they're, they're chasing in terms of balance, whether they've got too much understeer, is the front tyre not working like they want, or is the rear sliding too much? You know, the tyre pressures would have come up, the brake temperatures are up, um, so they really know and have a feeling for what's underneath them now. So it's at this point of the race where they can really establish how hard they can push the tyre um, in this early phase of the race or do they want to conserve and, and be stronger in the back half of the race. But James Courtney in the Snowy Rivers ca- uh, Caravans Mustang, he's doing a fantastic job. Only eight tenths behind Kostecki in P3, quickest of the Mustangs, so uh, a good showing yesterday in P5 for Courtney, and uh, he's backing it up again today. A little update from the pit lane, Cameron Hills, truck assist Camaro. The issue with that car is the gear shift is not returning to the normal position after he shifts the gear, so uh, a big issue for the rookie who uh, is in his first year of supercars this year, but it's a guy who was an impressive rookie a few years ago, Will Brown. He leads the way. The margin's pretty even. 1.2 seconds back to Brody Kostecki. We're on lap 9 of 42 at Wanneroo. James Courtney, another second down the road. And then it's Mostert, Davison, Payne, Deep Pasquale, Van Gisbergen, and Slade. Waters is the 10. David Reynolds, 11th, is under fire from Todd Hazelwood. Down at turn six, downhill into the, tra- uh, into the corner, traditionally known as Kolb Corner, and Hazelwood's got a great run on the exit here. He's got overlap. He's down the inside of Dave Reynolds on the run, over the rise, down the hill, and then it goes up again under brakes to the final right-hander, turn seven, that brings them back onto the pit straight, and he's got the move done through to 11th. So that one stings even more for Reynolds, who, uh, quite frankly, shouldn't be where he is. He's there because of Deep Pasquale's issue a bit earlier. Very nice move, that by Hazelwood. Uh, very classic or traditional move that uh, is executed here at Perth, Wanneroo Raceway. Like you said, he got uh, better drive traction out of the long turn six Cobb corner and was able to sneak up alongside Reynolds on the run down to turn seven and, and execute the pass under brakes. So uh, nice job there by Hazelwood. He was quick in yesterday's race, seven of the championship. So he's moving forward again in today's race. There's plenty of battles going on in the middle of the pack. Will Brown is... Continuing to lead the way, we're on lap 10 of 42. Winterbottom putting a move on Thomas Randall. They are miles back in the pack, James. 20th and 21st, and they're drag racing on the run down towards the final turn. Macaulay Jones keeping a watchful brief in the Pizza Hut Camaro. But at the moment, it's the Erebus Coca-Cola duo who lead the way, and they're 1-2 with a handy margin back to James Courtney. Now the race goes into something of a holding pattern. Those first couple of laps where uh, drivers were taking a chance to make a move and pick up a a spot or two, that moment's over. Now they're racing the clock. Now they're racing their tyres. They don't want to go too hard too early. The important element was yesterday. 42-lap race, James, the way that the guys who ended up at the front did it. Van Gisbergen made it all the way to lap 27. So that's why he came home really strong on his rubber. Kostecki went to lap 18, but some others, Will Davis and James Courtney, they went to lap 12, and they were trying to get out of the traffic to try to give themselves some clear air. But everyone's got a fair bit of clear air at the moment, so I'd say that you'd want to see people push on a bit deeper into this race today than they did yesterday. Exactly right, and we haven't seen anybody as brave as Nick Perkett yesterday who pitted on lap seven. That was brave. So that was very brave. Uh, Probably didn't quite work out for him yesterday, and nobody's 
taken that option um, as strategy today. So um, interesting to note that Will Brown is now 1.4 seconds ahead of his teammate Brody Kosecki, but bear in mind that margin was basically created on the first lap. He was just over a second clear of the field after lap one. So he's got a little bit of speed on his teammate, but um, at the moment, these two Chevrolet, Camaro, Coca-Cola, Erebus cars um, have the field covered. It's Chevrolet Camaros, one, two, James, but then it's Ford, three to seven. Chev, Ford, Chev, round out the ten. Andre Heimgartner's now joined the Annoy David Reynolds fan club because there's been a few members today. He's all over the back of Reynolds on the run to uh, turn seven. They're fighting for 12th place. Our leaders are now on lap 13 of 42. You're with SEN Supercars on Sunday afternoon as now Heimgartner takes a look at Reynolds. I wouldn't mind betting, James, that the Reynolds... Penright Mustang might be damaged from that he's either that yeah. clash with Deeper Squally. It's got no pace at the moment. He's um he's definitely struggling, so you're right. He's either sustained a bit of damage in that contact he had with Deeper Squally, or in general, um he's just got no pace because regardless of whether he hadn't lost all those positions at the start of the race from that contact, he'd be battling anyway. So he's under a lot of pressure from Heimgartner, who uh yeah, just looks like he's got more mid-corner pace in his R&J batteries, Camaro, and um, Reynolds definitely with a bit of a battle on his hands at the moment. Will Brown continuing to lead the way, lap 14 at Wanneroo. Two uh, two races today from Western Australia, but what a great start for the Erebus duo. And this is an important one for Will Brown because all the headlines, all the love has been for Brody Kostecki this year, and Brody got on top of him last year. They were rookies together in 2021, and Will Brown was the one taking the headlines. He won that race, remember, at Sydney Motorsport Park, the one that Jamie Winkup took his own teammate, Shane, Shane Mengisbergen, <laughs> off the road uh, in the fight to try to defend, and they let Will Brown get away and get the win. Uh, for Will Brown, this is a bounce back, because yesterday he really struggled. He qualified lowly. He did manage to work his way up through the order. He got from 22nd to 16th, but now he's in control of this race. He's just rattled off lap 14. He has set the fastest lap of the race back on lap two at a 55.95. And remember, in sprint races in supercars, five bonus championship points for the driver that sets the fastest lap time, provided that you uh, finish in the top 15. Uh, but that is certainly a nice little bonus extra for not just the driver's championship, but the team's championship as well. Yeah, absolutely. And um, given the nature of the circuit around here at Wanneroo, we'll typically see fastest laps either at the start of the race, which is a little bit unusual, or immediately after a pit stop as we've got Scott Pye and looks like Jack LeBrock, uh, the first cars to make genuine pit stops in this race at lap 15. So they've got a long way to go on this set of tyres. 42 laps, it's 100 kilometres of racing in this, the eighth race of the championship. And Van Gisbergen is now starting to go to work. He is having a big look down at turn seven, the final turn, the right-hander. He's up the inside of Anton Di Pasquale. So that puts the reigning champ now up to seventh. So he's only up two spots from where he started this race eight of the championship. And guess who's coming for the ride? Waters is right there with him. And he's now putting the pressure on Di Pasquale. Far better performance from Cam Waters and the Monster Energy Mustang. Uh, able to turn on a little bit of speed here and work his way through the order. But you've always got to ask the question, has he used the tyres to do that too early here? And he's not going to have much left for the run to the pit stop. But nevertheless, much better showing 
for car six. Last year's runner-up in the championship. He sits in ninth at the moment. Will Brown leads the way. Two seconds now, the margin, James. Back to Brody Kostecki. It's 1-2 for the Coke cars. Courtney third. Mostert, Davison, Payne. No change there. Van Gisbergen, Di Pasquale, Waters and Hazelwood. That's the top ten. Yeah, so this is much better from Waters today. Uh, he's up six spots from his starting position. So he's actually, apart from James Golding, the biggest mover in the field so far. Whereas you look at somebody like Reynolds, who's down 10 spots from his starting position of, of second. So, uh, yeah, contrasting fortunes for the two guys in Mustangs there. But, um, yeah, here's a look at Van Gisbergen nibbling away at the back of Di Pasquale. Just poked his nose up the inside at turn six and then was able to get good drive out of Cold Corner and range up alongside the Shell V-Power Mustang and a nice move under brakes into Turn 7. Just hearing that Penwright Racing, the Grove team that David Reynolds drives for, there's a report that they reckon he's got sand in the brake ducts of that car from running wide with that contact with Di Pasquale earlier on, which is uh, cooking the brakes in the number 26 Mustang, and hence that's why the performance is not there. He's 12th in the race at the moment. Brown leads now by 2.38 seconds, James. He's just starting to move away. We're on lap 18, nearly at half race distance at Wanneroo. And Di Pasquale now has got Waters down the inside at turn one. Underneath, he goes through for eighth place. And now Todd Hazelwood in the cool drive Mustang. He's next in the queue and looking really fast. Di Pasquale there made a mistake into turn one. Ran wide on the entry and that was all that Waters needed to stick the nose of the... Monster Mustang up the inside and Di Pasquale. Lots of pressure from Hazelwood now who's going to slip down the inside at turn six. So Di Pasquale's got a battle on his hands in that Shell V-Power Mustang going backwards at a fast rate. Like what we're seeing from Todd Hazelwood, the blue cool drive car from Tim Blanchard's team, is now going to have a look at Cam Waters in the fight for eighth place. Now, this team, the Blanchard team, they're the only single-car team in supercars. Everybody else has two cars or four cars. They're on their own, in, and they're on their hunt. They're on the hunt for their first-ever podium in the Supercars Championship. They were close yesterday, and if he can run deep into this race, I reckon he's a chance for a top five comfortably here. Yeah, they're definitely showing good, good speed in that cool-drive Mustang. There's no doubt about that. Bit of gamesmanship there by Waters as we watch the replay of his passing manoeuvre on uh, Di Pasquale. Just sort of faked the nose there on the entry to Turn 1. Might have slightly distracted Di Pasquale on the entry to Turn 1 and it was enough for Waters to get up the inside. But this battle pack continues. Just quickly go back to that end uh, on Di Pasquale. Waters and going at it. Currently 8th and ninth in the running order. Now, the, the key here is I'm watching Van Gisbergen. He's seventh in the race, James. We're on lap 20. His margin to the lead is 10.96 seconds. Now, earlier on, a couple of laps back, when I checked it last, it was seven. So Brown is going away from Van Gisbergen at this critical stage of the race. And the thing that Will Brown's got in his favour at the moment is he has the beautiful clean air that as a race driver you you're always want in front of him. So he doesn't have that hot um, exhaust temp coming into the front of his car he's able to manage his front tires as he pleases but he's doing a fantastic job he's driving the car nice and straight and uh clearly looking after its tires well for will brown he has been helping erebus along this year to lead 
the team's championship. There is obviously the driver's championship, and that's where the focus is so much. But the team's championship is very important in the pit lane as well. The combined points from both cars. Now, pit lane is open for action. In fact, it's been open for a long time, but it's Brody Kostecki who's peeled off. So he's the first one in from the leading group. And we have just got to the end of lap 20. So a nice clean pit stop there by the Erebus crew, I should say. Kostecki taking two loaded side tyres. So left-hand side tyres. Um, on his Coca-Cola Camaro, so... And, James, we should point out, too, loaded side, left side, because there's so many right-hand right corners. corners yeah. The left, you know, turn one, long right-hander. Uh, turn six, that brings them uh, back from cold corner to the run down the hill. Last corner, turn seven. They're turning right a lot around this place. So let's see now what they do with the other Erebus car. Do they pretty much even this race? We're on halfway. We're lap 21 just gone. Brown's staying on the track at the moment. Um, we're picking up a, a replay here, Van Gisberg, and putting a move on Matt Payne, his countryman, for fifth place, who now actually pits Matt Payne in the Penrite car. So if you're Erebus and you're Will Brown, I reckon you go on a little bit more here. Yeah, I agree. I think you just sort of monitor that margin for it back to Kostecki. He's going to have a little bit more pace because he's just put fresh tyres on. But Will had the benefit of three seconds before uh, Brody Pitwick, so he can afford to run a couple of extra laps longer and another nice pit stop there by the Penrite Racing crew. So they've serviced Matt Payne with, uh, again, two left-hand side working tyres down his Mustang. So uh, he'll feel very nice for the next couple of laps with uh, some fresh tyres underneath him. It's easy to get too carried away with that sudden injection of grip. He's been impressive this year. Last year's uh, Mike Cable Young Gun Award winner for best first year driver in the Super 2 Series. Got the step up this year in the main championship. Chaz Mostert's in the pits. Will Davison is coming in as well. But Brown is staying out there. Courtney stays out. Van Gisbergen is pressing on in third. He's now 11.7 seconds away from our leader, Will Brown. And now the thing is here for Erebus, the undercut for Brody Kostecki, who pitted before. Can he get out in front of Will Brown, who's staying on the road at the moment? That will really determine. That will really be dictated by how long Will chooses to go in the race. But we saw it yesterday with Shane Van Gisbergen. The longer you do go, although the undercut might work for some of his rivals, he'll have really fresh tyres at the back end of the race that might uh, prove beneficial for him. So no change of position between Mostert and Davidson in the pits there. They come back out line astern as they were before the pit stop. Two very efficient uh, stops by both those crews. So Brown is staying out there. He's just completed lap 23 of 42. He's got 11 seconds back to Courtney, who now pits. Van Gisbergen is now the second car in the race on the road. So uh, pretty much half the field now, James, have made their compulsory stop. And from what we're seeing, uh, pretty much all changing left-hand side tyres rather than uh, rears. Of course, control Dunlop tyre in supercars racing. Same tyres used on all corners of the car. James Courtney serviced and released in the Snowy River Caravan's car for Tickford. He's going to come out just as Boston and Davison are making their way down into Turn 1. He's going to come out in front of Chaz with a little bit of a margin. Has to bring those tyres now up to temperature, but that's a good result, I reckon, for Courtney versus holding those guys back. And the teams have software, timing software. They know how long it takes to get in 
the pit lane. It's 27 seconds to go through the pit lane plus your stop time. So they've been able to put him back on the track in clear air on what's been. He's been the leading Tickford car this weekend, James Courtney. He had a podium in Perth last year, so not too surprised to see him up there. That's a great bounce back after that well-publicised fire from Albert Park at the last round. And also, you know, the crash he had in the top 10 shootout at Newcastle on the Sunday, so it's been a uh, torrid start to the championship for the Car 5 crew, but um, as, you, as you mentioned correctly so means it's been a, a good weekend so far for Courtney. Will Brown still continuing on in the race lead. He's got 12.7 seconds back to the next car on the track, which is Shane Van Gisbergen. Sounds like they might be pitting the number nine. Nope. No, he's not. It's going around again. So that's 25 laps in the books, James, of 42. And Brown, the key here is... Brody Kostecki is 13th in the race. He's 31 seconds behind on the road, and he's the first of the cars that have stopped. Van Gisbergen is staying out in second. Waters is staying out. He runs third. Slade, Di Pasquale. Remember, he's got a 15-second hold penalty when he comes in. Then James Golding. Reynolds is in now. I don't think there's much that they can do here to help him from earlier on. This, without, is, this, this uh, is a race that's going to get away from here. Yeah, yeah, not without losing too much time in the pit stop. So he uh, pulls up on his marks. Again, two side, two, two tyres going down the left-hand side of his car. Another great pit stop there by the Penrite crews. All the pit stops we've seen so far have been very efficient uh, by all the teams. So no dramas to speak of so far. As the race leader now, Will Brown pits. And this is at the end of lap 26, James, so... The, qu the question is, can Erebus nail this pit stop? Will his teammate Brody Kostecki, who pitted at the end of lap 20, six laps ago, come out in front? Pressure on the team's championship leaders, left side tyres for Will Brown. Solid stop. He's on his way out of the pit box, car back on the ground and rejoining the pit lane. Fast lane is 40 kilometres per hour. Speed limited. He's not the only one in there because Van Gisbergen has come in as well. So Brown now back out on the road. He exits the pit exit, which is on the inside of Turn 1. He comes just out in front of Cameron Hill, who's down laps after dramas with that car. And he's got heaps of margin on Kostecki Moon. So, yeah. Yeah. Now Gisbergen back on the road as well. He's rejoined behind that Payne, Davison, Mostert, Courtney fight. And just about the whole field now has taken their compulsory stop. There's only four cars left. And Waters, who is the first car on the road now, he is the new race leader, but he'll and give it up as he comes on in. Lane. So Anton Di Pasquale now moves to the lead, but he is yet to pit. In fact, only he and Thomas Randall are yet to make uh, their pit stops in this eighth race of the championship. But it's ended up with Will Brown having 2.3 seconds back to Brody Kostecki. So they've played that really well. Great and pit stop. Great pit stop from Waters. He's on his way back out of the lane. But here's an important one, James. We're on lap 28. There's a bit of history waiting here. Erebus have never, ever had a 1-2 finish in the history of supercars. It's their 10th anniversary season in the championship this year. They came in, remember, with the Mercedes-Benz. They swapped to Holden. They had David Reynolds. Now they're in Camaros. And they've got a chance to write some history here. We're well, getting a, th th this, this is a fair chance. 
With 14 laps ra- remaining, Noons, we're about to see if the commentator's curse actually <laughs> exists because uh, if uh, anything was, they are in the box seat to um, to finish 1-2 in this race at the way it runs at the moment. But um, if anything was to upset that, I think Barry Ryan might be coming knocking on your door <laughs> after the race, Noons. I'm all about the positivity here. I'm all about the history, and they're in control. Courtney third of the effective order, then Mostert and Davison, Randall Payne, Van Gisbergen's back to where he was earlier on. He's effectively seventh. There's only one car uh, left at the front of the queue. Uh, De Pasquale yet to pit because Randall is now in. Uh, Shane is now off will about 12 seconds. He hasn't really gained anything from before the stops. No, and surprisingly, Brody didn't really gain any time through the pit stop cycle over Will either. So, uh, you know, Will's in a bo- in the box seat here. He's got six or seven lap fresher tyres over his nearest rival who happens to be his teammate. And uh, he can really just manage his tyres to the best of his ability to the end of the race as finally Di Pasquale on lap 30 makes his pit stop. Um, and we'll see where he falls back into the running order after his stop. And he, he's got a 15-second hold time penalty oh, from... so he's going to be buried in the field. Yeah, from yeah. forcing um, Reynolds off the track a little earlier on in that passing move that didn't quite work out. So they complete the stop, change the tyres, and once the car hits the ground is when the 15-second stopwatch starts, and it is the longest 15 seconds he'll have of his day as he waits and watches on what's been a bit of a better weekend. I mean, they were the Shell V-Power team were ordinary in Newcastle. They were, quite frankly well below where we would expect them to be. Grand Prix, they had better speed. They just didn't have a result to show for it. They've had a bit more consistency this weekend. They're not quite there in terms of race-winning speed, but it's been a better weekend so far. Their single-lap car speed looks much better, uh, but they do look like they are struggling over a race distance. Um, and they're not the only ones out there. Um, certainly, the Mustangs look like they have quite good... The Mustangs in general look like they have good one-lap speed. Um, and the Camaros seem to, to have them a bit more covered over the race distance. So um, focusing here on Waters, who's fallen back to ninth in the pit stop cycle, but uh, he did pit quite late in the in the sequence of everybody who pitted. So uh, he's going to have some good rubber underneath him. He's got Hazelwood um, a couple of seconds up the road in position eight. So uh, that's his next target. So Will Brown leads. It's 2.8 seconds, the margin, to Brody Kostecki. We're at three-quarter race distance on lap 31 of 42. And that margin's handy. And it's handy from Kostecki to Courtney. Van Gisbergen just said he's fastest lap of the race last time around. But he's in seventh. He's 10.9 seconds away from the leaders. Erebus have control of this race. They have control of the championship as it sits as well. And they've got 10 laps to go to bring it on home. Race 8, Perth Super Sprint, Wanneroo, Supercars on SEN. At the moment, it's Chevy 1-2, Ford 3, 4, 5 and 6, another Chevy 7th, and then a couple more Fords in 8th and ninth. And Cam Waters is the car, James, that sits in ninth. And for the Shell V-Power Racing fans and Anton Di Pasquale fans out there in particular, after his 15-second stop and hold in the pits, he's now in 23rd. That stings. Good news for them, though, is that Will Davison, who was a winner in Perth last year, he sits in fifth place at the moment. Our leader, Will Brown, the number nine, Coca-Cola Camaro. He's at the final turn 
turn seven, the right hand bumping up over that big exit curb that sits on the exit. He completes another one. Lap 32 is in the books now. New fastest lap of the race, though, is James Golding. James, 55.94 last time around. Newlon Camaro back in uh, 16th position. But now Brown leads by 3.4 seconds. It's got a feel, doesn't it, that the Q's almost in the rack here. There's no other real threat coming from behind. No, you're exactly right. So, uh, you know, Will just really has to focus on just hitting his marks, being nice and smooth. Uh, Van Gisbergen here having a look at Prane under brakes at turn seven. Gets that move done now. So the series champion up one more spot into, you'll have to uh, give us a oh, 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 drama. Tim Slade. Slade. He's pulling off on the pit straight. In fact, he's peeled right over the pit exit road to the inside access road there. So um, he's at least out of the way. We should be able to continue this race without the need for the safety car. That's a drama for Tim Slade. And he was running uh, inside the top ten yep. there, so disappointing for both Tim and the Premier Racing crew. They've uh, been fast so far at the start of 2023, so um, we'll try and follow up what the, the issue is there with the Slade car. The Brown leads 3.8 seconds back to Brody Kostecki. We're at lap 34 of 42. Nine to complete at Wanneroo. Courtney on target. James Courtney, the 2010 Supercars champ. There's life in the old fella yet. He's still got some speed. He knows how to piece together a result at Wanneroo. He runs third. Most at fourth. Will Davison fifth. No change. Van Gisbergen now is sixth from Payne, Hazelwood, Waters and Andre Heimgartner. So nice move forward for the RJ Batteries car. And again, Brad Jones Racing have nailed the pit stops. They've got the three fastest pit stop times in this race. The quickest... Bryce Fullwood did a 2.7-second tyre change uh, earlier on. Good news for the Newlon team. Premier Racing. Slade has got that car running again. It's mobile. He's 24th, though, in the race. But whatever the issue there, he's been able to fire it up again. Yeah, so that's an odd one without uh, knowing the full detail of what's happened there with Slade. But, um, yeah, clearly whatever issue he did have, um, which brought the car to a halt, he's been able to reset something possibly inside the cockpit and uh, fire it back up and get back into the race. But unfortunately for him, the damage has been done. He's dropped a lap to the leaders and sits in 24th. Eight laps to go in Wanneroo. Another race coming up this afternoon. So it's a double dose of supercars on ACN. And as we wait and we watch, this time just keeps on keeps on expanding. Brown leads by 4.1 seconds. He's just crossed the line to end lap 36, seven to go. And this one-two finish for Erebus is looking really solid right now. And we're hearing Tim Slade's issue. It's a gear selector issue in car 23. Uh, one, well, this is the issue. The whole thing's detached from the chassis, which is the issue. Well, that's, that's a big issue. That's a slight issue, yeah. <laughs> um, so that's uh, a couple of Camaros now that we've heard during the race. Uh, Cameron Hill we saw in the pits early on uh, with uh, mechanics driving in his uh, driver's door to rectify gear stick or gear selection issue as well. So, um, yeah, not sure what, quite what's going on there, but um, for Will Brown, back or off, son? Cruiser home, you've got less than six laps to go. 4.4 seconds back to his teammate, Brody Kostecki, in position two. He has got this race under control. 4.4 seconds now. And remember that the guy in second is his own teammate. So max points 
here for Erebus if they can nail this one and two to extend their lead in the team's championship. It will extend Brody Kostecki's lead in the driver's championship. Putting fights going on outside the 10. Bryce Forward now is down the inside on David Reynolds. And right behind them is Brock Feeney. We haven't said much about Brock. The Red Bull Ampol Camaro is now up the inside of Reynolds, trying to squeeze his way through on the run through the S's, but he's 13th at the moment. That's a big improvement from 21st on the grid, and now he's going to try to get a movie side-by-side side with Reynolds on the run through turn four, but he's left the door open, and down the inside, James Golding pounces to push the reigning Adelaide 500 champ back one position. So while he was working Feeney on Reynolds, he kind of forgot about James Golding, who snuck down the inside. And now Golding's going to work on Reynolds. He's going to get a run down the inside over the hill on the run to turn seven. He's through to 12. Reynolds continuing to struggle with his Penrite Mustang. He's dropping further down through the field, but you're right there. Feeney just was uh, wrongly positioned his car, I guess, through turn four there. And uh, Golding was able to pounce on it. But um, I think before this race is out, it won't surprise me if Feeney can uh, pick off Reynolds. We're catching a replay here. Yeah, so Feeney went to go up the inside at turn four, which wrongly positioned him for turn five on the outside. And, and Golding slipped on through. Nice move that by uh, Golding in the new line. Uh, Camaro, and most importantly, he's in, in the top 15 now, Noon, so he'll get that bonus uh, five points for the fastest lap that he currently holds. Will Brown's got four laps to go. Feeney's now making a move on Reynolds down at turn six, that right-hander, uh, commonly known as Cold Corner, and that picks up another spot for him, so he's on his way forward. Meanwhile, Waters is working on the other Penwright car in the fight for eighth and ninth, but Will Brown... He's leading at will. 5.4 seconds the margin back. He's got no threat from Brody Kostecki behind. Courtney on target for a podium. He's got a comfortable two seconds back to Chaz Mostert in fourth place. And Van Gisbergen sits in position six. I mean, in the bigger picture of the championship, that's not a bad fight back. That's points. You take them and run because he's got another fight back coming later this afternoon from 21st on the grid as Waters now gets up the inside of Payne and grabs eighth place down at turn six. Nice move that by Cam. He showed his intention very early on in the braking for turn six. He's clearly got better car speed with a few laps to go over Payne and was able to execute that, uh, that move under brakes very nicely. So up to position eight for Waters. Started 15th, so this has been uh, good progress through the field for Waters and, and the Monster Mustang crew at Tickford Racing. Uh, nice bounce back from their poor result yesterday, but Will Brown, mate, he probably had the arm on the on the windowsill. I reckon <laughs> he's that far in front. Uh, this has been a dominant display by not only Brown but the whole Erebus crew to have both cars at the front of the field like they do. Wow, we they have really turned up their cars overnight, and uh, clearly the class of the field um, at the moment. So Will Brown's on his way down the hill towards Turn Seven the end of this lap, which is coming up in about five seconds' time. He'll get to the control line. And a couple to go. Two laps to run. Margin six seconds. It's just a case now of bringing it on home for Erebus Motorsports. Very first one-two. Uh, Van Gisbergen, James, is going to work. He's caught Will Davison for fifth place. He's in sixth. He's trying to take fifth away from the two-time Bathurst 1000 winner, Will Davison in the number 17, Shell V-Power 
Mustang. But a quick word to James Courtney. What a great run this weekend. He has been the Tickford leader of their four-car program this weekend, which is more often than not Cam Waters. But James has made a real step up. That experience has really paid off this weekend. Doing it for the old boys, so to speak, is uh, Cordo. But uh, Van Gisbergen now up the inside of Davidson at turn six. A nice clean move there. So clearly got a better car underneath him at this back end of the race. Um, question now will be, can he get to the back of Chaz Mostert and get through with one lap to go? It'll be touch and go. It's going to be close, but he'll have a crack. Will Brown is on his way home. Last lap has begun at Wanneroo, lap 42, and he has absolutely nailed it today. From pole position, led away and only gave up the lead when he pitted, has been otherwise not headed and has controlled this race all the way. Surely you've got to back it off, Noons, and do the form finish. <laughs> eh? Surely six seconds in hand. They've got no pressure back to Courtney in P3, but Will Brown, what a storming drive this has been. Got the perfect start from pole position and has absolutely led the field start to finish in a dominant display. And he'll pick up his first race win for 2023. Well done. Will Brown off the final turn. The chequered flag flies. And the Toowoomba Tornado picks up the win in Perth. Will Brown leads home his teammate, Brody Kostecki. It's 1-2 for Erebus. The first time ever for Erebus. Their 11th race win in supercars, but their first with a 1-2. Barry Ryan, the whole team. The whole crew is up on the pit wall. They should be thrilled. That was perfectly executed. Speedy cars, great pit stops. They've nailed it, Jimmy. Erebus 1-2, dominant race in Perth with James Courtney on the podium. And the best bit is we get another race this afternoon.